Hello, esteemed listeners, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds Presents Spell Campaign Title. Um, we're still working on that, aren't we? Yeah. If we do get one, that'd be make my job easier with like the tags and stuff on our website. Until then, uh, this is Campaign to Be Titled. Uh, today, we'll be playing with, starting on my left, <clears throat> it's me, Joey, and I'll be playing at Morgan Morris. I'm John, I'm going to be playing Estella, the baker's daughter. I'm Megan, I'm playing Anthea Moore. And I'm Harry, and I will be your DM for this evening. I ate an entire pizza last night, I didn't get a lot of sleep, I haven't planned any of this, let's see how this goes. So, Estella, <laughs> you are... <laughs> You are, uh, what are you doing in the office today? Um, Estella is figuring out how a computer works. Okay. Uh, do you have smarts? Yes, I have lots of smarts. Alright, roll smarts. Um, five. Alright. You get the hang of it pretty quickly. Um... Turns out a lot of it has been made to be really easy for people to use. Who would think? Uh, you're still confused about the concept of email, though. You're trying to figure out how you manage to fit the letters into the, you know, pipes. When uh, all of a sudden, Josh, or was his name something else? It was Josh. Josh. Josh comes into the room, and uh, Stella, there's going to be a meeting about a job in about 15 minutes. Are you good? Yes. Leave. He, like, puts his hands up in a very non-threatening manner. Slowly backs out the door. So, high low. Morgan, what are you doing before that you are before you are walking through a door into the office? Um, I was probably on a street corner arguing with someone about feathered dinosaurs. What is your position on that? Um, I'm of the mind that historic historical accuracy is important. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that dinosaurs are cool mm-hmm. without feathers. Ah, but then they're not scared anymore. They're just giant birds with teeth. We've got plenty of those. Okay, I'm gonna level with you here, bud. They're still huge, and they'll still fuck you up. Yeah. Just wait. I'll show you. I'll show you all. <laughs> okay. Right after I get this coffee from this door right here. Open door. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> There's Josh sitting at the desk. Have I interrupted something? No, just get a copy from the office. <laughs> By the way, uh, meeting in the usual room. Yeah, yeah, one sec. And finally... Get wrecked. Anthea. Anthea. So... I gotta read Cursed Cock. <laughs> I, I fucking sleep in. It's very small. I can't. Alright, so, um, what are you doing? Since you're fairly new to this like, particular world, considering the last time you were basically taken out of yours and transplanted here. I think Anthea has just been, like, going door to door. Like, just open them up, see where they'll go. Like, what can I find? What's in the universe? Who are these people? Mm. How do they feel? So, uh, you end up walking into a building and going up to what looks to be something says storage closet, and there's a guard coming up behind you that says, uh, miss, you can't go in there, and you open the door and you find yourself in the office. Oh, that's all right. I'm not going in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then I, I pass through the door hmm. into the office. So yes, you see Josh, who you've met before. He says, ah, Anthea, glad that you could join us. Uh, are You, you don't re- feel glad. Mm, well, I mean, Abraham isn't here threatening to kill me, and Estella hasn't tried to gnaw through the power cable, so Has for now. Has been stressful, Josh? Look, I'm not at liberty to discuss. Are you ready for an assignment or not? Hey, the newbie's here. Hey. Wait. Hello. So, big first mission for a. Yes, and uh, it'll be an interesting one to say the least. So, um, we don't have a lot of information about what exactly that they want you to do. They said that they would explain that in person. Ah. Uh, as for your usual equipment, you won't need to change into anything, but you will need these. And Josh reaches behind the desk and pulls out sort of large badges that sort of have this sort of look like a, a green shield almost, and he hands one out to each of you. Uh, maybe as we... big as you just described? Like, no, no. They're about, uh... They're normal badge size? Badge size, yeah. Uh, man, do I have to be a cop? Uh, no, actually. According to the request, these indicate that you are solvers, and uh, evidently that allows you some sort of level of freedom of movement. I don't exactly know the details. Okay. You... Where are we going? Uh, you are heading to the world of... Let me see here. Ah, here it is. And he pulls out a piece of paper. Mathematica. 
It appears that they've had some sort of issue as of late that can't be solved with their resident native population, and as such, they've inquired for our assistance. Is Wait. that not where the angry one is from? Yes, that's the reason why he's not here. Should it not be he that we consult for his homeworld? Let's just say, um... Well, he has explained this on his application. He has a very storied history with the place, and it would be, um... In poor form to, for him to go back, let's say. Who'd he kill? I don't ask questions. Oh, okay. Well. Do you really think I'd ask aid, aid questions? Fair enough. Oh, you'll also need this. And he takes the piece of paper that's in his hand, and he hands it to whoever takes out his hand. I'll take it. All right. It is a basically a piece of paper saying that you have been summoned to the Prime Council. With all the relative pomp and circumstance that such an invitation requires. Oh man, it can be like a hundred math puns. <laughs> Fuck. Alright, well, uh, yeah. Alright. Um, I'm sure they'll explain the details when you manage to get there. Uh, but as for the rest of it, good luck. And... Oh, one question. How do they feel about... I hold up my shotgun. You know, uh, these babies. They didn't make any sort of suggestions. Okay, so sounds like good. <laughs> put it on my back. So put your shotgun on? Well, I'll put it onto the case, which I put on my back. Alright. So yeah, and he opens up a door, and you see it sort of leads into uh, a, a, like a grand hall almost. Oh, whew. So as you enter into the room, you see sort of brilliant displays of geometry and mandalas. Like, on the one side, you see this giant self-replicating pattern made out of stained glass that sort of illuminates the chamber with this, like, brilliant light display. As you walk through, um, a couple guards kind of, hey, who are you guys? What are you doing here? And you notice that they are dressed kind of like, um, like, police uniforms. Uh, I thought you were going to say they're, like, big numbers. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that on the nose, It's going to be 100% yeah. on the nose. Yeah. People are shapes and numbers only. <laughs> So yeah, they're like, hey, uh, excuse me, I, I don't think you can be here. I pull out my thing, my badge, I'm like trying to figure out which direction to point it. Yeah, I'm a uh, green. Oh, um, you must be the specialist that were mentioned. Do you have the, uh, the invitation? Oh yeah, I pull out like a crumpled piece of paper. Here you go. All right, uh, we'll take you to the council then. So right. they basically take off and they lead you through the thing. You sort of see people... Uh, as you look through the various halls, you see them in front of, like, boards with, like, chalkboards, writing equations, arguing about stuff, uh, something about, no, no, this solution space doesn't make any sense. It's a lot of, well, math. Stelly, quit stealing stuff. <laughs> you can't prove anything. <laughs> I can see you putting that, what is that, calculator? Give me that. Do you really think we use calculators here? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so they basically take you through the hall, and they bring you through a large set of double doors that opens up, and inside this room you sort of see uh, a large conference table with six seats uh, that are basically aligned sort of in a semicircular shape. Behind those, there's like a bunch of stacks of various papers and stuff like that, and there's a large board that almost like room to room is covered in various equations and diagrams. And you see there's six people in the room basically sort of taking, like, almost working on this giant, like, single section of the blackboard, writing a particular equation almost in tandem. Oh, God, I'm having flashbacks to high school. Uh, this, the guards be up. Council, the specialists you have inquired about are here. And they all stop. Oh, oh yes, uh, bring them in, bring them in, please. Ah, and one of them, uh, you notice that he has a, like, a sort of flowing robe, almost like a, a graduating robe, with a single line on it. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm one. Uh, please, if you'll have a seat. And as he says this, a couple chairs sort of, like, rise up out of the ground for you guys to sit down. Okay. So they all take their seats at the various one, one sitting sort of at the direct center of the circle and sort of flanked on each side. Uh, now, um, I understand that you were probably wondering why we've asked you to come here, yes? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we are having a bit of an issue. Recently, there have been a series of incidents involving the Imagi. They are, uh, ethereal spirits. Usually, they don't interact with our world very often. Mad ghosts? And then they sort of, like, grumble at each other, and they're like, we suppose you could call them that, yes? They are deeply disturbed by the aptness of that metaphor. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but... I don't think you should refer to them that way. 
<laughs> but yes, recently they have made excursions into our world that have created um, problems. We would investigate ourselves, but unfortunately the realm of the Imagi is dangerous to folk of this land, which is the reason why we have asked for your help. What makes it dangerous? We're not exactly sure, but people that attempt to make their way into the land of the Imagi come back strange. I'm sorry, but there's not really a way to describe it. Could we meet one such being? We'd prefer that you worked on the problem at hand. It's becoming, the events are becoming more and more pronounced each day, and we fear that there may be some sort of maleficent presence that is causing them. We would like you to search this out. Could we at least get, like, you know, like, the cliff notes? Like, do I, am I gonna turn blue? Are there gonna be a bunch of numbers flying around my head or something? The only, so the only thing that we've managed to get from people that have done so is that the realm of the Imagi is difficult to look at, but we can't really get anything else. Ah, hold on, a pair of sunglasses. Got it. As such, we ask, there is a gateway of sorts to the realm of the Imagi, but unfortunately it will require you to go through the kingdom of Calculas. This is the... <laughs> I told you. I told I pointed at it. I said it. I said it before we showed up. I, I don't get it. <laughs> don't, don't worry, Stelly. Uh, I'll explain to you later. Hence the reason why you have been given the badges, and these denote you to be solvers. Uh, sort of general problem specialists. Math police, I got it. In a certain sense. You may encounter problems that need to be solved along your quest. Unfortunately, these are unavoidable, and attempting to... And while you, not being denizens of this realm, may be able to solve them through your creative approaches, as the contact that we had was told, trying to force your way past them may have disastrous consequences. But can you, like, shoot them? I suppose if it solves the problem that the person is trying to solve, yes. Well, sounds good enough for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but that is as sounds much. Like fairy tale bullshit. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Yeah, sorry, she's, uh, she's got... Don't trigger her, please. We'll try not to. Yeah, Thel has like a hand on like one of her on one of her your many shivs. Yes. Anyway, um, number seven, would you please? And at this, one of the people gets up and they have five lines and then two lines. Uh, comes up and presents you with a map, and basically uh, he says, "This will provide you the general layout of the land of Map Map." The portal that you're looking for is here, and he points to a, like, almost it looks like an edge of the world sort of thing, where, like, you know, anything beyond that is weird drawings and stuff. Uh, you will find it here. My suggestion is that you try and find some form of transportation. Uh, walking the distance would take quite some time. You got, like, cars? Oh, yes. Uh, you should be able to find one outside. Uh, just motion down for one of the cabs. Oh, okay. I feel like we're being set up. Alright. For what? <laughs> for, a, for a map pun. That's all well, I do. really think it's going to be a pun. I, this whole game is a setup for a map pun. Yes. Yeah, I, no, I no, warned I, you, John. No, specifically, I, I meant the, the cap were going to be a setup for a map pun. Mm -hmm. We'll see. So, Not yeah. sure what it is, but it's going to be there. Alright. So, uh, with this, they, they beckon you farewell, and you guys basically head out. Uh, more or less the same way that you came, uh, only this time when you open the door that you guys came from the office, you step outside and you see sort of um, a Victorian London style land. Very gothic architecture. You see sort of like old tiny Model T cards sort of put putting around and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, various people sort of going about their day-to-day -day business. And then all of a sudden, you feel this force. Like, there's some power, like magic that sort of pushing on you, sort of like when you feel, like, heavy bass in your chest. And all of a sudden, you see this, like, almost like an air that sort of starts bending inwards and outwards, inwards and outwards. And it gets larger and larger and larger, until finally it sort of cracks, and something spills out of it. Ah, shit. Almost immediately, the crack sort of reheals itself, and standing up is this almost strangely ethereal being that almost looks like it's fading in and out of reality. Uh, Megan, you can roll mood. Big mood. Or anybody can roll mood. What a mood. Big mood. I'll, I'll let big mood take care of it. Big mood. What's your highest? One. Look at me go. Damn. Look at me go. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. So with five, um, 
Did so I just get that? Oh, it's not matches, right? Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> not this time. This ain't no wild talent. <laughs> so, uh, as you sort of feel this creature sort of somewhat of a thing, you kind of feel like there's two moods in it. Like you're seeing like two people. Both of them are incredibly confused as to what's happening. And then all of a sudden, one of them just disappears. And what you guys see is that as the creature sort of stumbles around, suddenly this sort of energy coalesces onto it and it sort of solidifies into this corporeal form. And with that, it lets out this absolute scream of what you can only assume is pain. And it begins thrashing and stuff around it. Oh, shit. So, what do you guys do? The people are panicked. Uh, I'm going to use uh, Jet. Well, I clearly just saw Phase. Phase <laughs> into reality. So I'm going to stab it. All right. Yeah, I'm going uh, to shoot it. Joe, and for defense rolls, do they roll for like each person, or is it cumulative? Uh, you would roll for each person. Okay, so um, let's go with Joey first and see Sam's first thing. Uh, Joe, you need to wait for the roll. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, right. It's characteristic. So he is attacking with Vigor. Or this creature is attacking. Wait, I'm attacking it. It has to defend against me. Oh, yeah. So what are you using? So you have to roll, and then I'm using just shoot. Okay. Which is two things, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So roll your die pool at a minus one penalty. No. no. Yeah. There we go. Two. All right. So you take out your so you take out your shotgun. You level your aim at the creature, and oh, I have to say a magic incantation. Okay. So what do you say? And then I pull on the side. Um, Africa, fuck you. <laughs> That's copyright! <laughs> oh, we're gonna get sued by Paramount. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Some, something original. Gonna get sued by a McElroy. Alright. And, uh, if they beat, uh, the world, John, do they deal damage to that, uh, characteristic on the defense? Or is it just on attacks? I think it's just on attacks. Alright. So you shoot it, and you do hit it, but it seems to, like, your shotgun blast doesn't seem to phase it in any sort of thing. It just keeps thrashing at stuff, and you notice it's like tearing benches out, knocking over poles, punching out windows. Mm. Alright. What did you jump? Stab with a shard of magic mirror, because I'm using use items. Alright. Wait, John, you look oh, right. Does anyone here know the rules of this game? No. I don't. Alright, so John, roll your pool as normal. Well. Uh, six. Okay. So yeah, um, what thing are you stabbing with? I'm stabbing it with a shard of magic mirror. Okay, so you stab the beast, and surprisingly, like, it works pretty well. Like, you stab it, and suddenly it, like, very quiets down, and you notice that the magic mirror starts to absorb it, and then all of a sudden it just kind of blinks out of existence. Can I ask, what did it feel? Uh, pain. Lots of oh, pain. Oh, just pain. Well, pain, but when it was stabbed with the magic mirror and it started to fall into the mirror, it felt almost like a sense of relief. Okay. I, I tried to take the mirror from your hands. Nope, it's mine. But where does it go? I don't know. It's, it's what, what is that? It's a mat, short of a magic mirror. It's, it's a good knife. No, no, no. no just, does it normally consume beings? No, normally just cuts them. Can, can you hold it up so I can see it? I look into the shard. What, do I see anything? Just your reflection. Looks pretty good. All right. All right. Yeah. It's like literally a shard of a magic mirror, like... With the bomb half kind of like wrapped in cloth mm. so she can hold it. Yes. Yeah, she a ship, it. yes. Yeah, yeah, the ship. It's the ship. Alright. So, uh, yeah, with that, uh, like a couple people sort of like would go up to you and they sort of see the badge and like, oh, oh, it's the Solomon's. Okay. Uh, thank you, thank you very much for your help. You know, they give you the usual pleasantries, but then people sort of hey, hold on their business. Hey, I stop on the kid. How do I call a cab? Oh, um, head two blocks that way and then hang a left. You'll see the cab keeper, you can't miss it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for your time. Alright. Alright, I'll, uh, I, uh, go straight. Alright. Yeah, you follow the directions. Uh, you find yourself at, uh, what looks to be a cab, uh, like a sort of depot full of cars that a couple guys are milling about. And, uh, a couple of them see you approach and they're like, Cab? Yeah. Where to? Um. Some sort of portal? Uh, you got a map? No. We. I pull out the, uh... Oh! Oh, you need to go to the kingdom. Alright, look. I can take you as far as up to here, and he points to, like, right on the border. But beyond that, I, I uh, can't really go anywhere. I, uh, don't have the liberty, he says, as he taps the area where most of you, I'm assuming, have, like, badges. Mm. Oh, okay. 
It's, uh, we have a very strict ranking system here. Ah, uh, it's mostly to keep people from, you know, going outside of their particular area of knowledge. You wouldn't want anyone from a pre-K to end up in the Latin Kingdom of Calculus. And do I, does that bother him? Not really. So you all pile into like one of those old school model Ford Model Ts. Who's driving? Uh, the cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's driving the car? Oh, oh. Math. Math. They figured out the self-driving shit years ago. Yeah. And he like turns it over, and you guys are like putt putt your way out of town, and you start heading down the road as it starts to get to more like you know less city and start to more like countryside. And all of a sudden, you see up ahead, there's this big, long lineup of various vehicles that are just stuck. And he sort of pulls, and like, he pulls up behind them, and he sort of, like, looks over the dad, like, the cat, like, ah, shit. Ah, this, we're gonna be here for a while. Hey, wait a minute, you guys are solids, right? Yeah. Would you mind going up there? I think there's an issue up ahead. Is this a video game? <laughs> <laughs> the math adventure. <laughs> Alright, so you guys go up and see what's going on. Oh, my riddle three, and you may pass. I'll bite. What's at the front of the traffic jab? Harry. <laughs> Alright, so you head up the line of cars, and you come to two men, and you, as you come up to them, you realize that, like, the, where they're all stopped is in front of, like, uh, a tr- like, a railroad crossing. And there are two guys that are standing in the middle of the road, just arguing back and forth at each other. Like, no, no, it's gotta be here! No, 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 it's here! I'm sure of it! And they just keep bickering back and forth between each other. Is it the... the tram dilemma? <laughs> <laughs> Multi-track drifting! <laughs> no matter what you choose, everyone does. Um, excuse me. Oh? Uh, Matt Police. I pointed my back. <laughs> oh! Oh, a solver! Okay, uh, maybe you can help us with this. So, uh, we're couriers, and we're trying to deliver a message to two trains in order to make sure that they do so. Um, the thing is, we don't really want to go to both stations to make sure the conductors get it. Now, we're fairly certain there's a point where both of them meet, but we're having trouble figuring out where it is. If the first train, traveling at 70 <laughs> right, miles... Alright, no, 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 I'm gonna roll smart. Are you doing a spell, Joey? I'm gonna do a spell, fuck this. Okay, <laughs> I'm rolling bigger. Now, do you actually want to know the problem? Because I have made it so that you can either solve it with spells, or numerically, if you'd like. None of us do math. I was adults. I'm sorry, Harry. I don't want to do any math. No! My carefully crafted puzzles! I didn't even do grade 12 math. <laughs> okay, so your timer starts now. All okay. Right. Is that M? Or W? It's definitely W. C. Some kind of teleporting spell would be helpful. Yeah. So. Uh. Was? Ways? That's not really a word, is it? Swaz. Swaz. It's very close to swag, but not quite. I don't know, man. Saw. What is your track? You're rolling with vigor, right? So whatever the spell remaining. Yeah. Saw the track. Put a gap in the track so they both have to stop there regardless of how fast they're going. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So not in front of the traffic though. Like saw it somewhere like over there. Yeah. I like I summon like a magic saw and I whisper to it like go cut the tracks. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, your saw like fucking fantasias its way out of sight, and you just hear like. And then cast so afterwards and come back to no. <laughs> Like, so the two of them that are bigger are like, what was that noise? Oh jeez, you better go check it out. Well, and based on um what uh we uh have seen, it, they'll both stop right over there. Really? Yes. Yes, I did all the calculations. Just excuse me, look. sir, are you a math police officer? <laughs> are you are you seriously trying to intimidate him with your badge? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, do you know which math school I went to? Which one? Street. <laughs> See, if you didn't know by looking at the badge, then you clearly would never have seen it. So get out of my face and go check those tracks. Alright, alright, my goodness, for So wait a minute, there was no train blocking the roads, two guys. Yes. <laughs> so, out of character, basically this is, you know, like a math adventure. So because of that, when you encounter a math problem, it literally creates an impenetrable barrier until it can be solved. No sequence breaking in this shit. 
Just cheap. Yes. All right, so I'm gonna. So, for the record, how were they planning on doing this? Where they were gonna not. Neither train was gonna stop, they were just gonna like hold up the orders, let them grab it through the windows that kept moving, as if they don't have stations to stop at. It's mathematical. You maniacs! <laughs> Maybe they stop somewhere, you don't know. Alright, I start waving people through like I'm a traffic guard. Alright, and with that, like the first one sort of cautiously approaches, and then like drives over the tracks, and he's like, Yay! Thank you! Drives off. After a couple cars go by, um, you end up seeing your cab driver. It's like, ah, thank goodness. We could have been there all day. As one's driving by, it's like, I have two bags of apples. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, that comes later. <laughs> all right, so yeah. Uh, all right, get back in. Let's get going. After we cast a spell, do we take these out? No. Just check. Make sure you shake it up, though. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, so how'd you guys solve that, anyways? Um, Math. Yes. Calculations and shit. Alright, leave it to me, not the question solved. So yeah, he keeps driving and driving and driving. And as you guys go further and further east, you end up sort of in this, like, it sort of starts turning from, like, rolling countryside to, like, sort of large, fieldy, like, plains of wheat and stuff like that. And uh, as you get further and further in, you start seeing, like, very Middle Ages-esque villages sort of dotting the landscape. Very cottage industry-looking things. And eventually, you come up to what looks to be, like, a stone wall that seemingly stretches on just for as far as the eye can see, with various guards manning it. And with that, the, the cab driver stops, pulls over, is like, Alright, this is as far as I can take it, unfortunately. Uh, good luck with uh, whatever it is you're trying to do. Uh, yeah, here, here you go, and I write down a piece of paper, and I hand it to him. Keep the change. This is like a math equation. <laughs> okay, bye! It's like 2 plus n equals 6. Yeah, it's like a really... Gold. I should give him some gold. Okay. Ah, there we go. You're alright. Your friend there is a bit of a shit. <laughs> you carry gold with you all the time? Yes. You also got some as part of Josh's, like, you know, expenses from the agency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Walking around money. Well, we all have money. I just didn't think mm -hmm. the money here would be about... I, I honestly thought they trafficked in equations or something. <laughs> no, Estella knows that they traffic in gold, because that's what, uh... The gold standard. Well, no, that's what uh, Harry's character is always asking for. Oh, yeah. As his payment. But, yeah. And Estella happens to also acknowledge that gold is valuable. It's actually, it's actually only cryptocurrency. <laughs> no, I would never stoop so low as to have cryptocurrency be worth anything in my games. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, the, the hipster world that I met from, where she, she gets paid in Dogecoin, yeah. remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hipster world is Bitcoin. All right. So as you guys uh, sort of approach, uh, some of the guards like look at you and say, Halt! State your business. Uh, we're solvers, or whatever. Oh, uh, pardon me, sir. Pardon me. Uh, Ma'am? We're looking for your portal? Oh, um... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a sec. Sir? Uh, open the gate! <laughs> Alright. So yeah, they, they open up sort of like a portcullis, and you guys head on in. And uh, one of the guards on the other side says, Yeah, if you're looking for the, world, the the portal to the Imagi realm, you'll have to basically head far. You'll basically have to just keep heading east. It's more or less on the edge of the world. Oh god, some flat earth shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that there are actual edges to our to these worlds because they were yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah. Because they're all in our office. <laughs> it's a multi-dimension. We're actually in a snow globe. <laughs> oh, no. Life. Hmm. Whether you're in winter. Alright, that's too deep, man. Alright, so, um... That's supposed to be escapism. Yeah. So, you realize, like, looking at the map and based on, like, the directions the guard gave you, like, east is a fairly, like, broad range of things. So as you sort of keep walking, you realize that uh, you might want to need some better directions. You might want to need some better directions. Alright, um, does anyone have any spells they can cast? Puppy Hospital. I mean, we could always use... Edit? Does the real item give you a, a compass? No, I'm gonna use an actual spell. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that's 12... 17. 17. And I'm just getting my timer up. Look at you, your tiles. Let's start pulling them tiles. One, two, three, four. This is also five. This is five, and then two. 
I'm guessing rolled maxed out dice. It's... Damn. Uh, well, not all. No, not all. Yeah, just a couple. Just flip them over, and then I'll start your timer once they're all flipped over. Okay. Well, I'm seeing lots of vowels. <laughs> I see Ray Romano. Nice. Ah, uh, yeah, you Ray, gotta go over that way. Ray will come and save us. We'll ride on his right, back, go. as in the form of Manny the Mammoth <laughs> from the film Ice Age. Okay. Voiced by Ray Romano. So if we summon celebrities, does that mean we can summon any incantation that's celebrity? I see weapon. I see men. Please. I see. Plum. No, I don't see please. There's no S. Plum. Plow. Most. Let's get a plow. Oh, I mean, Polar would tell you like where the North Star is. Yeah. Mm. Can we make a car? Of some kind? Uh, what's another word for a car? Pull. A pulley? Pull me. <laughs> Pulmonary. No, pull me. Oh, okay. Pull me, push me. Pull, pull me, push pull me near. Oh, yeah, you could do pull me near. That's quite good. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> With eight seconds to go. Alright. I, I cast Pull Me Near. Alright. So, uh, you cast your spell, and then all of a sudden this giant, like, lasso sort of, like, falls down, wraps around your waist, and then you just get, like, pulled really quickly in a direction. Alright, I'm gonna grab onto her legs. <laughs> oh, that was very fast. I reach out my hand. <laughs> I reach out my hand to the space princess. Ooh, I'm not a princess. Yeah, I know that's what. You're basically council. Yeah. Hey, space princess. Oh, I grab you. Grab her hand. See to your soul and weep. We're just we're just running. Yeah. So like you were being dragged along very quickly, and then all of a sudden you end up getting just sort of like pulled into the middle of this village square, and you kind of like tumble ass over tea kettle as like the rope suddenly gives out, and you guys carry your momentum. I'm gonna gonna spend like. Some of my potential to take turn this into a permanent spell. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that's gonna be useful. Yeah. Okay, uh. Oh, Alright, so as you guys yes, sort of like. My yes. My yes. My yes. So as you. <laughs> as you guys kind of like reorient yourself, you find yourselves in sort of a relatively large ish village. Uh, you seem to have been pulled almost directly into the main square of said village. Uh, unfortunately, since it was pull me near and not pull me there, you only got kind of close. <laughs> Still, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hello. Uh, anybody know how to get to the portal? And, like, there's kind of a couple of, like, hushed whispers and stuff like that amongst the town folks. Hey, hold my badge up. Uh, yeah, I'm a green police, uh, me- solver. solver. <laughs> yes, we are in. Solvents? <laughs> yeah, that. You wield the same magic as him. Eh? Who? Never mind. It's best not to say. Oh, you feel disturbed. Seems a little cryptic. Look, listen. Maybe if you'll help me out, I'm willing to... It feels familiar. Wait, who are you? Um, I am... John Phalanges. (laughs) (laughs) What does this guy look like? Um... I can show you a finger. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's kind of got, like, like... Very sort of stereotypical, like, you know, village mayor. Like, then rotund, big mutton chops, bald head. I thought we were in, like, a Middle Ages yeah. village. He's got loose clothes. He's wearing a potato sack, as you do. Yeah. It's, it's hot. I feel it's clearly on edge. Yes. Things are getting a little too, uh... <laughs> John's about <to> poop. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, I feel it's clearly on edge. This, this is getting, getting a little too close to home for her. Yes. So, um, he sort of says, Look, I'd like to help you, but, well, your entrance has kind of scared a lot of the people here. What, you ever seen a small child lady-looking person dragged with two other ladies behind them? No. I I believe Estelle is technically an adult. But she's so small and cute, I pat Estelle on the... (laughs) Estelle's 18. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but she's smaller than I am. I'm, I'm like, I'm like 5'11". I'm also tall, I think. I don't I know. think you're probably taller than I am. Yeah, I, I remember you. Weird age, alien physique. Yeah, I remember, I remember you being kind of a lady. Okay. Was I... I'm trying to fuck. There was the I wish su- I could write. It's been so long. Because there, think... there was the super huge lady who was your princess. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking, I'm like, I think I was short for my people. Yeah. By our standards, but taller than all of the yeah, other I, I feel like I described that lady as like seven feet or eight feet yeah. tall. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. She was like a... Shithouse. Well, to answer your question, um, Princess Brickshithouse. No, I haven't really. Well, now you have. Yes, and I'm. You're welcome. 
I'm a bit unnerved. Like I said, there's, um, not a lot of, I realize, are solvers, and that does allure you some amount of impunity, but, well, let's just say your entrance has put a lot of people on edge. Well, if you wish us to leave, then you may tell us where the portal is, and then we will disturb you no longer. Uh, this is just like the last time. Uh, uh, listen, maybe... All right, look, I'll tell you where the portal is, but... Right now, there's a bit of a pressing concern that I need some help with, and, well, I do see that you have the Solver's Badges. Okay, what's your side quest? <laughs> so, side quest? Yeah, whatever, just tell me your problem. Well, I have 200, I have 2,400 feet of fencing, and I'm looking to try and fence in our sheep. <laughs> We're going to build it on the side of the river, so there's only three sides. But I'm trying to figure out which dimensions will give us the maximum amount of area for grazing. One sec. <laughs> 2400, you said? Yes. Isn't that just 2400 divided by 3? 800 feet length each side? No. Yeah, well, you also have to maximize the, the area. Oh, maximization. Well, then you'd want it to be really long, because you don't have to use up fencing on one side, right? I'm casting a spell. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let Megan solve this new marathon. <laughs> I can do it! Don't let, I'm not, don't play into Harry's game. <laughs> but that's literally what we're doing. That, that's the whole point of this exercise. Uh, what was the total, like? 2,400. 2,400 feet of fencing. You're letting it win! <laughs> Finish first. <laughs> Joey has one minute. <laughs> so far, he's got jet. Well, I haven't cast any spells yet. Mm. Wax. That will not solve the problem. Joey. Are you sure? Tax. Ooh, tax the townspeople to buy more fence. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Hacks. Hey, yeah, here's the townspeople. <laughs> chug, chug, chug. <laughs> What? Taze! Electric fence. Make an electric fence. Set it however big you want, because you just gotta connect the electricity. They, that's not how electric... Except they live in the Middle Ages. <laughs> no, 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 like those dog collar ones, where you just set a perimeter and it's got a signal, and you put the collar on them, and it shocks them if they go past it. It's still they don't even need a real fence. Alright, so I cast Taze. <laughs> Jesus. And I put my fingers into the devil horns position and an arc of lightning goes between them. Nope. Your time is up. <laughs> an arc of lightning goes between them. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I'm in love with you right now. I'm sure whatever dumb sheep-ass problem you have is important. But if you don't tell me where the fucking portal is, I'm gonna tase the shit out of you with my hand. Okay, so you are going to try and for brute force the problem. Yes. Okay, so you would come and tell us a thing on the ground with a, like a stick and a head and try and try to draw out the equation. And Anthea is like pointing behind her, like, no, what? So as you it's attempt to approach the man to shock the shit out of him, mm -hmm. you suddenly find it harder and harder to move. I don't know, man. Almost as if something is like literally preventing you from doing that. And as you try to, like, you seem to be, uh, the more you try and force it, the more it, like, tries to constrict you. Like, you do manage to get a couple shocks off, and the guy is clearly fucking terrified. If you could somehow get out of the, like, ever-increasing force, you could probably get around this. Can't continue tasting nerd! Sir? Yes? What's the area you need the sheep to stay in? Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. No, but what's the area of land available? Well, the like I said, it's a plot near the river. The main problem is that uh, uh, for the area, the shepherds are trying to figure out things because there's a tax on the particular amount of land that can be used. Anything that they don't buy is effectively a waste. But if you could keep the sheep there without the fence... Well, that would certainly work. Urge to taste rising! All right, can, I, um, can I roll? I'm confused again. For making spells... Do I just... You roll a stat. Yeah, you roll an attribute, and then you have to come up with a spell for that attribute. Okay, because I feel like we haven't been really relating these necessarily to attributes, or at least even... Well, mine's ardor, yeah. so it's my anger towards... <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally your urge to dunk a nerd. Yeah. So, okay. For animal training, could I use moon? I'll allow that. Yeah, I, that's definitely a mood thing. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like frozen in place, like getting ever closer, just like, because I refuse to do math and I'm trying to tease them so hard. 
Okay, now I've just realized I don't know how to find back home with everybody. <laughs> like, I, 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 I've I gone and... I will that. say um, that you can roll... At this point, since you've actually tried something and shown the initiative, I will allow you to roll smarts. And if you manage to beat a certain threshold, I'll say you'll figure it. Aw, but I'm... Uh, four. There's a five, isn't it? Nope, that's oh, a four. four. Okay. It's just it's an extra one on it. Yeah. Could, could, could you get a hint? Yeah. Um, you suddenly realize that, okay, mm, you know that it's got to be something less than that. So the way that you basically go about solving this is you make two of the sides the same and one of them different. Yes, I already have that. All right, so you got that. Uh, so basically, you, that will end up, if you end up trying to, like, if you multiply it out, because that's the area, you end up with 2400x minus 2x squared. You got close to that, kind of. Uh... Okay, can I pass my spell yet? Oh, yep, sure. Go ahead. Are you ready right. for it, John? I'm sorry. Yep, no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'll, 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 uh, once you have your, all your tiles flipped over, we'll start the timer. Okay, so... I'm trying to, like, not think, because the timer hasn't started, and I'll be cheating. Think, you can't think... Without the t- I'm titty. Shit! <laughs> Starting. You give a sheep the titty. <laughs> I see shoot. I don't <laughs> have any E's. I only have one E. No sheep! Oh, you can't shepherd? I can't. Shepard. No, no corral? No. Damn it! I need more E's. Um, Go. Can't you river? You got 20 seconds. Go inside? Can't you go inside? Because go in is still. Can I say, like, go in. Fuck! I was gonna say area, but I don't have another A either. I need to use these T's! Terry. Tame. T- oh! You're tame? No. I don't have any M's. Alright. So, try as you might. Um, the spell affected you. Try as you might, but unfortunately... I keep trying to force them in. Yeah, you end up you end up realizing, hmm, sheep mood is very different from human mood. And you're only really good with Small mood. Yes. <laughs> she cast sorry because she fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that that does allow the gentleman to be less terrified about, you know, your partner trying to shock the shit out of him. Still trying. <laughs> okay, so what I... Have more you less... thought of cast of, of, of more tithes? More tithes. <laughs> so, does it turn into the root of 240-something? 2,400? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a, not a... Yes. Yeah, no, there, there is a more detailed solution. But I will say that because you've put... You've managed to try hard enough, and the sheer amount of terror sort of helps the man along, and he sort of realizes, wait, wait, wait. And he sort of solves, like, he helps you solve the rest of the equation. It's a house situation, and he sees the ar- lightning arcing between my two fingers. He's like, wait, but if the distance, <laughs> yes. <the> electricity. <laughs> Through the sheer threat of horrible torture and your earnestness to help. He's yeah, going to taste them a little bit. Just a little bit. a little bit. But yeah, so he figures out the rest of the equation. He's like, oh, wait, hold on. And he, like, scratches a couple things into the dirt, and he's like, ah! Of course! It's so simple now, in retrospect. And at that, suddenly the force holding you back lets you go. But now that the man's moved, you just kind of fall forward into the dirt. I hate fucking math. This is why I took... This is why my degree is in arts. Uh, Well, uh, yes. All right. Uh, uh, What were we talking about again? Sorry, I just... The, the portal. Oh, yes. Um, You'll find a path on the eastern edge of town. Uh, it'll be lit by green lanterns. Follow that up until the edge of the world, and, well, your portal will be there. Um, one thing, it's not really a portal so much as it is just sort of a straight drop. So, be ready for that. Wait. The... Then couldn't we go off any edge? Uh, we've had the best luck with people trying on this one. The best. Occasion, yes. Some of them have managed to return. Others, not. Well. But you're solvers. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Ah! Let's go. Why? Just like a 
Abraham. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> Fuck. Alright, yeah. let's, uh, let's get out of here. So, as you head through the eastern section of town, uh, you sort of head past the main square into sort of like another larger swamp, but into sort of a large area with a statue with sort of a picturesque hero on it, you know, sort of leading a charge. And uh, the statue says, in reference, in uh, memoriam to Viscount, uh, Viscount Avery, who ended up helping to besiege the tower of the evil wizard and Wait, free I'm us sorry, from the tyranny. It says, who ended up? You know what I mean. Rude. <laughs> Rude. Didn't write the statue beforehand. Rude. I, I'm literally I making. Mo- I think you're being rude. No, <laughs> I'm literally I, I, making this I up as I go. Considering with me. No, I was not. I literally only planned out math problems. That's the only <laughs> thing I have. If she go over to his, she's math. <laughs> so yes, and you see sort of one details. You know, oh, this is the hero that killed the evil wizard. Blah blah blah. Wait, which evil wizard? Uh, doesn't say. Oh, I went there. He's not dead. <laughs> yeah, but people might think he is. That's why he can't come back. All right. All right. So as you go, you do find a path eventually lit with sort of green lanterns. And as you walk sort of further and further down the forest, uh, you eventually just come to, quite literally, uh, a giant cavern. Like, you just get to a point where the land stops. And it's just a what sheer drop. You mean chasm? Yes. Mm. Sorry, I got confused for a second with cavern. Because that's a cave. I'm literally making this up. Oh, I've got our math problems! You're doing fine. <laughs> I don't know, I think you could also speak English, but... Nah, <laughs> <laughs> that's debatable. Alright, so... So, yeah, you get to basically, like, this edge, and there, there's, like, a very specific section of the cliff that is sort of dotted with two lanterns on either side. And you assume, based on, you know, uh, Phalange's description, and, uh, you know, what you've been told, that this is the portal. Well, hopefully the guy was, uh, you know, giving us, wasn't giving us uh, the runaround. I don't know why he would, though. But maybe, uh... Well, I can't imagine why he wouldn't be just super enthusiastic to help us. Especially me. <laughs> Clearly, the most friendly person in the entire group. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I'll, uh, Geronimo, whatever, and I jump in. <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna... Anthony's gonna lie on the edge mm-hmm. and like reach her hand down and kind of squish it to try and feel something out. Like, out of like feel mood out of the ether or? Feel the mood. Alright, roll mood. Mood. Big mood. Six. Alright, um, so you don't get a lot out of the mood of the ether. You do definitely feel like there is something down the chasm, but you're not entirely sure what. It's too faint to really figure out. So, you've jumped in. I've already jumped in. I am going to uh, roll mobile editors to summon a pair of Fetus to help me down the cliff. You're going to cast Featherfall. Yeah. Triple fours. Uh, I think that means uh, I deal with the damage. And- <laughs> Wrong system! <laughs> and you kill the supervillain. Uh, no, so yeah, you uh, cast your spell, and uh, two cherubs come like floating out of the ether, and they grab onto your shoulders, and you sort of feel suddenly much lighter. And as you jump off the edge, you kind of just sort of slowly float down. Kind of like you've got floating armor from Castlevania. And what about uh, Anathema? I'm sorry, who? Anthea. Anthea. That's what it's I It's a real normal name. <laughs> um, Tiffany is a real name in the Middle Ages. It just doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Um, so actually, because you're going down... Because um, Estelle's going down slowly. So I can actually watch her go down. Yeah. What do I see? Um, so... Like, she falls. Like, she's not falling, like, you know, like, super slowly. It's just slow enough that rather than having to roll out of it, you wouldn't, you know, like, you could just land. Yeah. But, like, she just sort of slowly drifts down and sort of it keeps going. And the chair would provide a bit of light, and it's clearly a very long drop. Mm-hmm. But eventually you kind of see Estella, like, sort of stop somewhere. Uh, as for you, Joey... Can, uh, if, I, if I feel like I'm going to hit the ground, can I, can I <laughs> cast a spell to, to not die? Alright. Um, yeah, I will say you can roll uh, a spell. Alright, I'm going to roll Nerve. Okay. As I try, as I jumped in without thinking. Because I very much knew. Alright, uh, 12. A lot of vowels here. 
Alright. I see more. I got the timer, Joey, if you want. Real? Nope. Nope. That. 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 I got. Joey, I got the timer. Alright. Too late. He started. Lean. Uh, stop. Yeah, no, you no, don't stop. Have to stop. I looked. <laughs> Stole. Steal. I do think real could work. Reel yourself in. You have. Oh, yeah. Get Wait. R E E L. That gravity defying grapple hook from uh, Just Cause. Did you say stand? Stand. <laughs> I do have real, don't I? Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. I'll use real. Alright. So I will say... This is fish fun facts corner. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say uh, that as you realize, oh crap, this is a really long fall. I thought, realize? Yes. Ah! Ah! <laughs> uh, you basically summon up a gigantic fishing rod and you throw it Alright, just let me do the timer from now on, sure. because I will not have that stuff in the recording. Sure. Uh, you realize, you basically, like, take it and you cast it up, and, uh... Eat my butt. <laughs> Anthea. Anthea. Uh, you basically see, like, a giant, like, fish hook come up and sort of sink itself into the ground. <laughs> and you begin to slowly descend via fishing. Alright. Uh, as you start getting down, you realize that if you kept following you would have basically hit what looks like a very gradual slope. So it wouldn't have been super bad. It still probably would have hurt rolling down it. And so you, like, slowly reel yourself down, and it sort of curves into this almost nice, bottomy, flat area after a bit. And that's where you meet up with Estella. Okay. And now that I've seen, like, y'all didn't die, you can calm down my fishing line. The sound is very faint. I'll, uh, I'll grab the line. Alright, so you slowly make your way down, and you find yourself in, uh, and you find- I caught an alien! <laughs> How do you say it's a truthful thing? <laughs> just, just... She, I'm just like, she's confused. Oh yeah, I guess I'm an alien to you. Oh, sorry. Well, in this line of work, I don't know that there is any aliens. Whoa. Mind blown. Although I suppose where we are now- the three of us are all aliens. Oof. Illegal aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a lot to think about here. But, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Alright. By definition. So you realize, now that you've sort of come to a sort of area, uh, you are on, like, the path that you were on before, only now it's heading in the opposite direction. What? Now we're going under. Yes. In a manner of speaking. Okay. But you realize, like, as you look up, you see the path curve around almost. Like, you can actually see it take this sort of, like, weird corkscrew shape. And, and now you're suddenly understanding what the Council of Prime meant when you said this place is hard to look at because you can both see where you are, where you can be, and where you're going all at once. Ah, uh, jeez. Jeez, So, John, did you catch that? So, basically... It's non-Euclidean space. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah. And basically, you see the path that you're on sort of goes on, like, this giant corkscrew heading into the distance. It's like that painting? Yeah, go with that. Which one? You know the one where you've got, like, the staircases that are upside down, and then they oh, go into the... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This yeah. one's not as non-Euclidean as that. Like, you can still clearly see, like, you know, okay, things have three dimensions, and there's not, like, weird perspective tricks. If I walk up a set of stairs in here, and I end up walking down a set of stairs at the same time, I'm going to literally freak my shit. Alright, so, uh, let's get going. I guess we'll go straight. So you effectively follow the path that you took that would, in the original world, take you back to the village. So as you follow it down, uh, you realize that as you're walking, it's kind of like you're going down uh, like a spiral. Like, it's almost like you're going down a spiral staircase. You see the path behind you, sort of like behind you, and then the path in front of you. But you keep moving in this sort of counterclockwise. Uh, sorry, not counterclockwise. No, counterclockwise spiral, more or less. Oh, man, I'm getting a fucking migraine. Ugh. All right. Well, uh, let's keep going, I guess. It's not like there's a second path or anything. 
I actually is it can are there like rocks on the ground? Uh, yeah, there's rocks. I'm gonna pick up a rock and like throw it towards the. Oh other. yeah, fuck with your own head. Yeah, <laughs> do and, it. I try to throw it towards the other All right. pathway. So you attempt to throw the rock, but rather than it going like straight across, it follows the path as it were. So it almost like it goes in a circle. Ah, why did I do that? Oh, now I think I got motion sickness. <laughs> why did you do that? Sorry, I just want to see what happened. Uh, just in case someone like throw, you know, in case like some monster throws us and we gotta fly. You would say that like very actually, uh, you can rule smarts to figure something out. Smarts. Six. Okay. Uh, so you realize that if this path was kind of straight. Where the rock ends up as it goes is approximately where you'd think it would end up based on how well you can throw. Mm. So it moves the same amount, just in a very different way. Well, we still have to worry about falling off. All right, let's keep going. All right. So as you continue throughout the thing, uh, you eventually reach the village. The very same village, in fact. Oh, man, when I see that guy, I'm going to tase him twice <laughs> as hard. As you sort of start to get closer, uh, you see various sort of people, um, like, you know, going about their day-to-day life, but they look strange. They look the same as the villagers that you saw back, like, before you came down this path, but they all have that shimmering effect to them. Uh, the same thing that you saw from that creature that popped out of that portal in front of the, the office steps. Well, I mean, he's like shadow people or something. And as you sort of come into town, they all sort of, like, sort of stop and they, like, look at you. Almost very obviously, you guys are drawing attention. Hey, uh, Annie, can you, uh, do your mind thing? Oh, me? Yes. Oh, oh sorry, it's, uh, it's uh, called a nickname. No, I know. Oh. <laughs> I just hate you. <laughs> I just wasn't listening. <laughs> six, six. All right, so you attempt to feel out the crowd, and you realize... Oh, jeez, that's a lot of feelings. Because for every person that you see, you effectively feel the feelings of two people. It's overwhelming, the senses. These beings are... Two beings. At least. At this, um, one of them steps forward, who looks an awful lot like the uh, the mayor that you guys talked to before. Uh, But again, he has the sort of weird shimmering effect. And he sort of says in a, a voice that... I can't really do it because it's physically impossible, but you know that effect when someone sort of like You're speaking... harmonizing for yourself. Yeah, but you know that effect when like someone is playing something that was like said backwards in reverse, like as like that, but yeah. it's in regular speech. Mm-hmm. So just imagine that because I can't actually do that with my voice. Ah, uh, shit, it's a mirror shit. You are not from this world, are you? No, no, no. Uh, solvers. Strange. I took. I would hug him and I turn the badge around. Eh? He doesn't seem to react. <laughs> no, not this realm. When he says pointing to the ground, but this world. Oh, yeah, I guess that was pretty obvious, huh? I look down at my, like, jeans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would explain how you're managing to hold yourself relatively stable. Uh, forgive me. How are you stable? Well, we are the Imagine. Is he? I start poking him. Uh, you poke into him, and, like, there's clearly some sort of, like, it's like Jupiter. There's, like, a physical core of some sort, but, like, poking into him is, like, trying to grab a hologram. There's something solid underneath, but, like, your hand goes through a bit before it hits it. Whoa! Hey! What are you- Start shaking my hand. What are you joined with? We are both, we are people of two worlds. One real, and one imaginary. And why have you been, uh, sort of what? Attacking? No. I do not believe it was intentional. He was oh, confused. you are talking about the disappearances. One, the appearances. What do you mean? In the above world. Yeah, you know, when you guys turn or... into big monsters and start attacking shit? And at this, he kind of gets this very concerned look on his face. He's like, um, it is best if we discuss this in private. Uh, please, this way. Okay, you got problems with that to turn into a monster, though. And he had, that gives you this absolutely condescending look. I thought I'll just pull up the, 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 the mirror chip. Yeah, if I, if I put it back down, like... <laughs> Good idea, though. Keep it, keep it, keep it. Thank you on DL, though. All right. So, um, he takes you, and it looks like... Wait, we're t- in the reverse roll. She'll pull out the, uh, the unicorn horn chip. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. 
You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.